0: Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Fearless Generations with Terry Sayer and Kelly
1: Fox. Hello, and welcome to Fearless Generations. Twelve Steps to Freedom. This is Kelly Fox. And we are talking Step 10 Trust tonight. And we are going to uh, take that down even further to hearing our intuition and how does trust play a role in that? Uh, First, let me introduce you to my beautiful co host, Terry Sayre. How are you doing tonight, Terry?
2: I am doing just great. Thank you for everything you do to help us do this show. You are so welcome.
1: <laughs> I, I love doing this show. I love talking about these 12 steps. Um, each time we do them, I come to them from a different place, and um, we have new guest coaches speaking on them. And so I learn something new each time. And talking about guest coaches. We have a new guest coach on tonight, which I'm excited to have on. So please welcome Julie Olstrup. Hi, it's great to be here. It is great to have you. So Julie, why don't you start us off tonight with sharing with our listeners a little bit about who you are and and then just go right on into
0: what does trust mean to you? Excellent. Well, my name is Julie Elstrup, as you mentioned, and I am a portrait photographer. And I photograph families, people, seniors in high school, and I'm working on a huge project right now that has become really quite amazing, and it is Women Over 50, And so I feel like there's a piece that goes into this about intuition and trust. And when we Mm -hmm. talked about this, it was several months ago, and I feel like it might have even been, was it before COVID or right at the beginning of COVID? And one of the things, it, it absolutely resonated so much with me, the piece of trust and intuition. Because what happened for me during the very very early days of social isolation, I'm a person who is always on the go, always meeting with people, very extroverted. And what happened is during the shutdown, I was forced to be still. And in that stillness, yeah, (laughs) in that stillness, I listened to my intuition. I really listened to it. And it, it led me to this project that I'm doing right now that I mentioned a moment ago, this project of photographing women who are 50 and better, 50, mm-hmm. or over 50. And it, the response from this project has been Amazing! I have heard so many stories about women, and you know how they're choosing to relaunch something, or you know find a new passion in their life, or live with a lot of vibrance, and just really see themselves in a way that they haven't seen themselves in a very, very long time. Yeah, yeah I love that. For me, for me, it was all about getting still and trusting my intuition. So I love that. I love that. Yeah. I feel like
1: trust really does play into intuition a lot Um, because there's a lot of times where I hear something or I feel something, like I'm supposed to do something or say something, and... I start to doubt myself, like, oh, that's that's silly. Why would I do that? Why would I say that? And I just uh, you know, kind of push it away. And so trusting that it's my intuition to say that or do that would mean that I follow through, right? That I that I actually say it or I actually do it. And I've found on the occasion that I, um, that I have, which is something I'm practicing to do more often um, that things happen that I had no idea would happen. Right. And I think that that's just the coolest thing. Like I had, um, I've been in the habit of writing thank you letters um, for a while now. And I just had this feeling to write uh, a thank you letter to one of my close friends and um, I gave it to her and kind of thought nothing else about it. You know, I had done my part. I had written out what I wanted to say and I had delivered it. And then a couple months later, she pulls it out of her purse and says that she carries it with her everywhere she goes
2: Hmm.
1: because it really supports her. And I'm like, Oh my gosh. Right. Like, we have no idea what what our actions can how our actions can have an effect on others. And when our intuition is telling us to do something or say something, it can have an enormous um rippling effect by us yes. just trusting ourselves and
0: listening to it, right? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. It- And as I mentioned with this this project that I'm doing, it's, I mean, it's really quite remarkable to me. I've been thinking about doing this for three years. And something, there was the nudge, you know, it was my intuition. And I'm like, yes, I need to do this. And it's, like I said, the stories that I'm hearing from women, the, you know the stories of them really stepping out in the world, and they've never done something like this before. They've never seen themselves in this way before. It's very mm-hmm. empowering, and so I think that trusting our intuition is just really a way to. Well, I, I it is a way to live our best lives, and a way to. Mm-hmm see who we are in the world and really step up and be who we are meant to be in the world. It's Mm -hmm. yeah. 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 So my son sent me a quote maybe a week or a week and a half ago from the book, the alchemist by Paulo Coelho. And I had read it years and years ago and I was like, Oh, this would be a good time for me to read that again because the quote Mm -hmm. really resonated with me. And the story, if if it's not a book that you've read, it's about a boy who is a shepherd, and he goes on a journey to find out what his personal legend is. And the universe supports him throughout that journey, helps him. He meets a wise king who says, follow the signs, and... You know, to me, it's all about that. And so, again, the mm-hmm. fact that I'm on this show tonight about trust and intuition, and I just read yeah. that book in the last week, it was like, oh, well, there you go. It was a, there was a good reason to reread it, you know? Yeah. Yeah.
1: It's, uh, yeah. it's cool how everything kind of works together, and then sometimes it – um you know come forward, and you get to see how it all intertwines. We don't always get to see that, but um, I think it's really cool when we we have a moment where we see uh how these random or what we think are random pieces all fit together in this um, you know in this uh chain that we didn't realize was there.
0: Mhm,
2: I agree,
1: Carrie, I know that, oh yeah, sorry. Um, Terry, I know that you have, uh, a lot of stories that you can share about this. What are you thinking right now? Um, as we're talking?
2: Well, it's interesting because that's one of my favorite books. And I, I feel like it's that really the whole journey of that young person in that book is that he comes back to himself and yeah. actually had everything within him to, to, uh, to gain everything that he was supposed to gain in his life. And I think that's so true. If we just are willing to trust, not just ourselves, but to trust our intuition, which for me comes from my, from my, um, my heavenly father. And it's his, that Holy ghost that has that spirit that speaks to me. And that's my still small voice, my intuition. And if I listen to that and I trust it, I'm able to be truer to myself and to take up the space that I take up in a meaningful way that matches and is in alignment with my values. So I think that the beginning of the story this evening with the pandemic and stay at home order and how that really did force all of us to spend some time with ourselves and really get to know ourselves and listen to ourselves and listen to our intuition and for me being quite a bit over 50 I uh, often I have a little notebook with me most of the time because I have to write down what my intuition tells me or I forget it and uh, when I can follow through on that it's it's such a um it's it's just an experience that resonates with me that that tells me yes indeed you are connected to your higher being and there is a plan and a journey for you to travel and when you're in alignment with that intuition and you're in alignment with your values then your life is going to take you full circle back to to you and to your nature and to your soul and to your life's purpose and I think that it's it's not a natural thing for us to trust ourselves or to trust our intuition, but yet when we do, it just reinforces that, and we're able to, to trust even more. And as we do that, then we can learn to trust, trust others as well and trust that our journey is personal to us, unique to us, and that when we can be in connection with that and aligned with that, We No matter whether it's chaotic, whether it's a challenge, whether it's um, a period of grief, whether it's a period of euphoria, whatever it is, if we're trusting, we're able to have that experience, learn from that experience, and then go on our journey to help others as they face challenges and times of disappointment and times of great happiness. And so it helps us as servants with servant spirits to serve one another in a way that that for for us is true to our nature. So I think trust is probably at the core of core of our our journey is trusting in our higher power and trusting in ourselves and our ability to trust the impact and the influence that we can have on our our you know the sphere of influence that we that we have been blessed to have. So trust is a is a very important Step in our step to freedom to be who we were meant to be and to travel our journey in a way that supports supports our purpose. Yeah. Uh,
0: Ghetto. Yeah, yeah. they're beautifully said. Go ahead. (laughs) Beautifully said. Yeah. It's just yeah, great summary. Yeah.
1: Thank um, you. I've said this uh, several times, but. Uh, Trust is a huge thing for me, and one of the big eye-openers for me with trust was realizing um, how much trust I did have that I wasn't giving myself credit for. And I think I had this realization, I don't know, maybe four years ago or so, where I saw how I trusted myself to listen to my intuition and I had done that like my whole life. I didn't always follow through, but I trusted my intuition and did a lot of things that were really scary um, because I knew that I was being called to do it. And when I realized that it was, um, it was a huge eye-opener to me, this, this whole new, um, you know, file folder of evidence that um, I have been trusting myself and I can trust myself and I do trust myself. Um, and so that was a huge awareness. And I think that when we can see how we are trusting ourselves, how we are listening, how we are doing um when it comes to our intuition that can be
0: um
1: an avenue of of uh I don't know what the right word is but an avenue of more how we can see that we are are trusting ourselves
0: Well, I like the idea, too, of what Terry said about that she writes things down. And I think, yeah. Kelly, you know, the fact that you are like, yeah. oh, I found this huge file folder of evidence. When we pay attention to things like that, you look at it and say, oh, yeah, I can trust my intuition because look at all these times I did and look, look what came from it. And and like you said, it might not be right away, but sometime in the future, that's like, oh, like you said with your friend in the thank you note, you found out yeah. that that had such an impact. Oh. Yeah. And I think
1: a lot of things happen like that. And it's um, the more that we can listen and uh, follow through with um, – what our intuition is telling us, um, the more things like that will happen. Uh, I mean, in in the realm of fearless living, we have a tendency to call our intuition, um, also call it our voice of freedom. And when we can listen to that voice of freedom rather than our voice of fear, we can... Uh, believe in ourselves more we can take action forward we can take risks we can um, live those live that life that we're wanting to live and be that person that we want to be and anytime we can take a step towards that um, we are sorry my words are just not with me tonight Uh, the more we can uh, get closer um, to being on a path to freedom, right? Because that's what we talk about is the 12 steps to freedom. And trust is such a huge process, I think, in in these 12 steps. Like we talk about awareness and how awareness is the first step. But we have to trust the awarenesses that we're having, right? So – I think that these last few steps that we have really do play a huge part in all of the steps.
0: Agreed. Agreed.
1: Terry, what do you think?
2: Yeah, I think, well, if we were to look at at the other steps that we've we've gone through, because this is the 10th step, uh, when we think about awareness and willingness, which are the first two steps, certainly we have to trust ourselves to to be able to interpret what, what's going on around us. And even to have a desire to change, it's, it's an element of trust, uh, trusting that uh, we can step out of our comfort zone, that we can do something we haven't done. When Julie was talking about these women that she's been talking to over fifty, and how they're stepping into new careers, they're stepping into new relationships, they're stepping out of their comfort zone, doing things that they didn't uh, even know they could do. That takes a lot of trust and a lot of courage, a lot of willingness, and to be able to see opportunities around you and trust that those those steps you take will be learning experiences, there'll be opportunities to grow, there'll be a chance to open your your vistas, you know, to see what you haven't seen before, to do what you haven't done before. And I think, uh, I mean, I'm 75, so for me, it's, you know, I I had my first career, I taught school for 40 years, and now I'm a, a life coach, a whole new, new career. I work for universities and, and work with student teachers and interns, and and I'm able to do things that I I didn't know that I'd have an opportunity to do, and so trusting myself that I can do those things, and being willing to to do it, and seeing the opportunity to grow, which are all steps uh, other steps as we go on this journey to from fear to freedom. So it's trusting. I believe it's one of those foundational steps that undergirds all of the steps along the way. So, in order to surrender, there's got to be a lot of trust. You know, you 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 can't just surrender to a new experience, or surrender to um, forgiveness, or surrender to to a new a new journey if you don't trust that it's in your best interest, that it's for your for your good, that whatever you're going to experience is going to give you more opportunities to then assist others on their journey and to understand and to be compassionate and kind to others as they, they journey. So I think trusting is like you said, Kelly, is one of those, it's hard to separate it from the rest of the steps. Love is the same way, which is the last step. It's very hard to separate those from, they build on each other, but I think it's, it's, it's a, you know, it's a cycle. It's circular. There's not a beginning and an end it's it's they all work together in, in synchrony in order to help us to move forward. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah.
1: <laughs> so, let's switch to tools and what are tools that we can use to support ourselves in trusting ourselves more. So, um, Terry, why don't you share a tool with us, and then Julie,
2: will go to you. Well, I always go to my <laughs> – seems like I, my go-to tool for almost every step are, are gratitudes and acknowledgements. Um, I – you know, it's a practice and a tool that, that's very supportive to me. It may not be as supportive to others, but to me, every day when I take the time – to write down the gratitudes i've had for that day all the blessings that i've had outside of myself from others from nature from situations and i record those and then i take the time to record acknowledgments which is giving myself uh and credit for times that i've stepped out of my comfort zone times that i trusted myself and i did i followed my intuition and i took a risk and so, by recording those on a daily basis, it helps me to recognize that I am trusting myself. I am moving forward. Say, if I I worked with a client today at, that I'm coaching, and and so I we had a really insightful session. She was able to come to some real, you know, inter, interesting discoveries about herself and her journey. Tonight, when I write my acknowledgements, I will. Write an acknowledgement that I that I trusted my capacity as a coach to help her to discover her understanding and greatness, and I'm going to acknowledge myself for that. And by by being aware of that, I allow myself to accept the intuition and not focus on what I need to do, but trust my intuition and asking questions that helps her to recognize her power and her ability to to be true to herself and to propel herself on her journey to, towards her goals. So I'll acknowledge myself for that. And that just then reinforces my trust.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, I love that. Yeah, acknowledgement is
1: probably my number one tool uh, that I use to build evidence that I am worthy and that, it is good for me to trust myself. So yeah, totally mm-hmm. agree.
0: Willie, how about you? Well, I love that acknowledgement piece. As I was listening to you, I I gratitude is a practice that I use, but I have not done acknowledgement, and I'm going to start because oh, awesome! Okay. I, yeah, because I feel and and I don't every day do gratitude. I I have it in my mind, but I don't always write them down. And when I write them down, I realize how powerful that is. So I'm absolutely going to do that with acknowledgement as well. So thank you for that. And then there are two other things that for me have really made a difference and helped me to listen to my intuition. And they're almost, they're the same, but they're opposite. One of them is to be very still and to meditate. Mm-hmm. And the other is for me to have movement. And I'm a person, when I move, I, um, I go all out. And I've been doing these long bike rides. I live in Colorado and there's a mountain trail by my house. It's not a trail, it's a road and my husband and i have been going out on our bikes and doing these 25 mile bike rides up and down oh and down. my goodness. and it's re mm-hmm. <laughs> it's really hard and getting my body into that place it it's similar to meditation for me because it gets my it turns my brain off and turns my intuition on i think is the best mm-hmm. way i can describe it mm-hmm. so using those two Meditation and that, you know, really intense movement and being really aware of my body, and then and gratitude and now acknowledgement. Those are they're all like <laughs> the, the opposite sides of the same coin or the same side of the I don't know. But yeah,
2: yeah, I, <laughs> I like yeah,
0: to, I like to say the truth is the truth,
2: no matter where it, where it is. It's it's uh, it's true because I I couldn't agree more with you about movement. When we had to start sheltering in, and I'm in that that age group that, you know, has been encouraged to continue to shelter in, I was getting, I'm an introvert, but even so, I was getting stir-crazy. And I started walking, and I started walking a mile, then two miles, then three miles, and I'm up to walking four miles every day. And I relished that time so much that I hurt my hip about a week ago, and I couldn't walk for several days. And what a difference it made in my ability to be emotionally present and open to to my intuition and trusting myself. So I I really get that um, not a twenty five mile bike ride, but uh, you know a, a th- three to five mile walk, and uh, how that that's really helped me to connect with my with my soul. Yeah. Please.
1: Yeah. You ladies have me be. My big activity today was going to Target. But (laughs) I do agree with you. I think that meditation can be much more than sitting still. It can be walking. It can be um, doing some type of activity, Um, like uh, you were saying with the bike riding. And I think that sometimes we can... Limit ourselves because we think something has to be a certain way or only a certain way. And when we can open ourselves up to uh, it being, it can, it can look however it looks, um, that makes, you know, that opens up our the door to possibilities and still being able to get that time where you really, um, you know, can center yourself that way. My tool, I would say, is Intentions, which we've talked about before on the show, and I really don't have time to explain them right now because we have less than a minute, but um, they, um, they're really powerful for me. They're a positive, um, empowering statement that you say to yourself that involves um, actions you can practice today. And my overarching intention uh, for the last, I don't know, 15 years has been uh, today I am willing to practice trusting myself. And so um, it's something I've been practicing for a very long time. And I would definitely say that I am much better at it today than I was then. And so Mm -hmm. it's a practice that has been working for me. Um, Julie, we want to thank you for being here. I'm sorry we were like basically out of time we have 10 seconds but we um but we're really grateful that you came here and listeners don't worry she's going to be on the show a couple more times this season so you will get some more of her but we want to thank you for being here we want to thank our listeners for being here we want to um state again that the 12 steps to freedom were created by rhonda Britton, the founder and ceo of the fearless living institute And you can go to fearlessliving.org and find out more about that. But until next week, everyone, be fearless.
2: Be fearless. Thank
0: you, Julie. Thank you, Kelly. Thank you, Terry. It's been fun.